welcome back to Let's Talk Kashras, presented by the Kashras Awareness Project in conjunction with Torah Anytime. Today I am privileged to be joined by Rabbi Yaakov Teichman, Rabbinical Coordinator with OK Kosher. How are you, Rabbi Teichman? So tell us, first of all, what do you do at OK Kosher? So I'm a Rabbinical Coordinator, which means I'm responsible for different companies to make sure that the Kashras is being done as it should be. Mostly I deal with restaurants, and I also deal a lot with Teilon. Okay. Now, what I want to talk to you about today is not necessarily related to Teilon, but somewhat related to restaurants. And that is something that's very prevalent when people order food with Uber Eats or some other, I know there are different other services that you could order food and you get them delivered. And one of the halacha questions that we're often asked is about what, what concerns there are, kashas-wise, with using such a service. Do we have to worry that worry about the fact that the package might have been tampered with? What type of chaysamais or seals do we have to look for? Take us through the process. Can we order with Uber Eats? And if we can, what should we be looking out for? Sure. So typically, any food that is being delivered with a hechsher needs to come with chaysamais, with seals. Typically, you do two seals. There are many different ways of doing shtei chaysamais. Sometimes I'll do kosher tape with a receipt on it. Sometimes I'll use kosher tape and they will staple through a kosher tape. Mashkiach may sign his name. There are many different ways that you could get through to get to chesamas. But I think I want to take you back with a little history just to understand what we're looking to do as a consumer that you could understand what you're looking to get. So before that's a year 2000, very few restaurants did deliveries. Whoever did deliveries, it was coming for the restaurant themselves. Mm -hmm. And they understood that you need to do chaysamas, and the kashras was on top of it, and the mashkiach knew, and there weren't that many deliveries done on a daily basis. Around the year 2005, 2010, Uber started with this, with this service called Uber Eats. There's Uber Eats, there's Grubhub, there's Seamless, there's DoorDash, there's Komine, all different types of options out there. And that started a whole new era of people ordering out. It's a lot easier for people to order out. Now we have to understand how these companies work. So some of the companies they work that they have a relationship with the store and the store accepts the, they have like a, some sort of a ordering system and they send it, you order through Uber or Seamless and you send it in and the store gets it and accepts it and they send it out. They know that an Uber driver is picking it up. They will do their due diligence to make sure they have Mistakes happen, but that is something that they, that they typically do. There are others, for example, one called DoorDash, where you go onto DoorDash's website or app and you order. There's a fellow in California who calls up and he says, Hi, my name is Ryan. I want to order a hamburger and french fries. And the, the restaurant gets the order as a person named Ryan, and somebody walks in and they say, I'm picking up for Ryan. The person who's at the counter has no idea that this person is picking up for a Jewish person. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't the restaurant always just seal everything? Right. So in some, certain communities, you're able to seal everything and nobody says anything. However, a lot of restaurants, the, cons the customers walk in and they want to look. They want to look inside and back. Oh, did I get my ketchup and mustard? Did I get my soy sauce? Did I get my duck sauce? Let me put on some forks and knives. Did everything in the order come? They want to be op able to open the bag. So the restaurant said, why should I seal it? And as soon as the customer is going to come, he's going to rip it open. Mm. Let, me, let me do what I, uh, leave it open. And then before it goes out, we will send it out. So yes, you do need to look carefully at all the packages that you get to make sure that it has 
to Chesamis. So just to clarify, that that's one way of, of ordering is where the service actually, it's it's a novelty to me, I, I, a revelation, yes. I never knew that, that they actually have someone calling into the store on your behalf. Correct. But some of the other services is actually, like a, is it's like, like electronically. Electronic, because online, electronically exactly. to the, it, it passes it on to the store and then they process it. Exactly. And, and the difference between the two is just that the store may think that this Ryan the, guy is actually making the order. That's right. And, uh -huh. and it, it, many years ago, people used to maybe send, um, if they had help in the house and they wanted to send, like they couldn't get out and they sent somebody who had working for them who was non-Jewish to pick it up, they would say, please make sure it's sealed. Mm -hmm. But now when you're sending somebody else and they have no relationship with them, you can't make sure to tell them it's sealed. So if the restaurant always seals it, so you're good. But you, not every restaurant always seals it for this reason that I mentioned, mm -hmm. because a lot of customers want to be able to check their order before they walk out. Interesting. Now the stores don't think about the fact that, okay, I got an order through one of these services to automatically seal all of those they, as they, opposed to, let's say, a phone order? They definitely do think like that, but since it's not foolproof, they can't always remember. So if you cross the board, always do it, mm -hmm. yes, people won't make a mistake. Let's say but, restaurants that are under your supervision, what's you, how do you handle this particular issue? So they know that anything time that's Uber Eats, seamless, they have to seal it. They put kosher tape around, mashkiach, a lot of places he signs his name, they'll put a receipt on, they'll, they will staple it. But sometimes also a problem, like you put a receipt. So a receipt could be considered as a shtuk mm -hmm. When you're dealing with two chaysamis, you don't need two shtaka chaysamis, two together, it makes it very stark, even if one of them is not 100% as in itself. Sometimes you need only one chaysam. So in the place where you need two chaysamas, the second one could be a little bit less, so a receipt usually is enough. But sometimes, because the relationship between Uber and the restaurant, the restaurant doesn't want Uber to know how much they're charging or the customer to realize like the discrepancy because obviously Uber is taking a cup right. or a seamless or whatever whatever it is. So they, they may rip off half the receipt, and then you don't really have the chaysam to see, oh, this is what I got from this and this place. So I was actually presented with a question by a group of Bachram. They ordered to their yeshiva from a restaurant. And when the package came, maybe because when it was in the car, it maybe moved around, they didn't know. But uh, the, by the time they got the bag from the delivery guy, it was open. And their question was, and it was a, a very legitimate question. I was impressed that they asked. Um, they wanted to know, is there an issue with eating the food? How would you advise in so, such a scenario? In such a scenario, the first thing I said, you cannot eat the food yet. You possibly could call the mashkiach at the restaurant. You could take a picture of the food and send it to him and ask him if you recognize the food. Because in Allah, it says that if you have tiyasayin, then you'll be mm -hmm. able to eat the food. Mm -hmm. So you'd be able to tell if let's, if the bag was tampered or something. something so if the, even if the bag is tampered, but if you could tell that all the food inside came from his restaurant, restaurant, you would be able to eat it. Uh-huh. Any final tips for anyone with regard to ordering? Yes, yeah, so I have a, a story that I think is Kedai okay. to say over. Um, with one of these services, they made a phone call and they sent it to the rest. It sent it to the restaurant. The guy came to pick it up. Now, this restaurant is very, very, very mockbit to seal everything. Very, very strong. So, so they do such a good job that they get non kosher consumers to order from the restaurant because they know that the food is going to be sealed. As, a, as an aside, just to understand, there was an article put out like about 10 years ago in the, when it was the beginning of Uber 
that about 30% of Uber drivers eat from the food on the way. So, you know, they're gnashing on the French fries on the way. <laughs> it's actually funny because um, I remember seeing yeah. that report. Yeah, and, and it's true. And I have people tell me recently that they saw on their cameras, you know, in the front of the house when they got an Uber delivery, that the guy was eating on his way up the walkway. Wow. So th these things definitely happen. So you're saying so, there's value even for a non-kosher consumer right. for sure. to be able to rely so on So this something. restaurant, they do a very good job sealing everything up. And the way they send out all their food, it comes in a brown bag, like a, a lunch bag, and then they put a plastic bag around there, and then they seal it. They got a call from the consumer. Uh, we received an order. Thank you very much. I just want to let you know that we got a little pamphlet from a Bible in between the plastic and the brown bag. So I said, like, what is this? And they said, they said it was, obviously it wasn't a bencher, but probably a missionary type of a pamphlet. So the, the restaurant got very nervous because you don't want this, anyone putting anything in your product. So even though it was between the plastic and the brown bag, so they sent an email to whichever one of these services it was, and, uh, and please let us know, you know if you need any more details or whatever resolution. And within a day, they had fired that person that he could no oh. longer work for, for that um, service. service. But these things happen. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why we're sealing it up. So yes, that was only a, that wasn't about food. But if you don't seal things up, the person could add. Maybe I'll take some food. You mm -hmm. know, the chashash that we're always talking about mostly is chashash switching. Right. The guy's hungry. He's driving to you. He's going to eat some French fries, and, then and he's got to replace with other French fries from McDonald's or wherever, right. from anywhere. Right. So you know. But that's interesting. So if you do see your package tampered or somehow. Um, somehow ruined there there is recourse to go back to Re the service correct and report it that's just something that's correct, Agav, something that's correct. and any restaurant any kosher restaurant will if you call them up and say it didn't come sealed they will replace your whole order oh that's good to know as well i mean it yeah. should never happen to you but right well thank you thank you for the insight fascinating topic and uh, people should not have any such problems but if they do at least they have some guidelines to work with yes so thank you Rabbi thank you for having me Thank you.